This is the ancient Texan coming to you from Russia. <laughs> no, coming to you from Vancouver. Well, the Rogers uh, system up here in Canada's uh, broke, and people can't transfer money. Wonder if Russia ha is hacking everybody. Tried to pay for a family next to me at the sushi place because their debit card wouldn't work. But they went on a expedition and found someone that had some cash in a nearby neighborhood. Kind of a precarious world we live in. We think is like stable and it's always going to be the same. We just had the world change with regard to abortion in the U.S. Mexico recently got the right for abortion and we lost the guarantee of abortion. I've listened to a lot of stuff on the whole subject of abortion. And it's always been a subject to me that was confusing. Uh, I listened to a specialist about abortion that studied on the Ezra Klein show. And I forgot her name, but it's probably a, you know, a month ago. And look at podcast on Ezra Klein. And she really helped me kind of clean up what I thought about abortion. I was looking for this magic time when a person, when a fetus became a person, what defined the essence of life? What defines it on the front end with a fetus and what defines it on the back end with a Someone that's a little bit older than me when they start losing it. What is the essence, the thing that we lose and we're no longer humans? I'm not even sure that's the right question. When does a human life begin? Maybe it's when life begins and when does life end? And all life is precious, but all life is not worth giving up a lot of resources for. Like if I get old and decrepit and my brain's gone, the world should not spend a lot of resources trying to get me keep this body of mine going, keep me breathing, keep my heart beating. But you know, there's not like one point where I will become old and senile. It'll be a series of small, little points in time and capabilities that will be lost. Till one day someone will declare he's senile, he has dementia, he has Alzheimer's. Even before that, they may declare that 
Well, he was an engineer, but he's not much use anymore. This thing of being a person and with all my capabilities and sensibilities and whatever it is that makes me a human, my attributes and a useful human versus a retired old human that's not useful versus an ire, a retired old senile human. These are not things that just like one day they happen. They're like a small trickle of changes over a period of time. But a million years later, you got the Grand Canyon. And I think the same thing is true about becoming life. There is no magic moment when you go from a fetus to a baby. That's what I was always looking for. What was the essence of the beginning of life? And we had a legal definition, but the legal definition was always arbitrary. It was not magical the first trimester. It was a compromise between the rights of a woman and the rights of the fetus slash baby. And all the arguments tend to center around trying to draw a line in the sand and say, if you do it before this time, it's murder because it's a human, or if you do it after this time, it's a life, a human life, not just any life, a human life. But guess what? There is no magic moment. It's a continuum. Just like in death. It's a continuum. One of the examples this lady on Ezra Klein gave was you're in a hospital and there's a fire and there's you go into the nursery room and you're the only person there and there's two babies. And there in the refrigerator, there's 50 embryos. And you could save all 50 embryos because that could be 50 lives. Or you could save the two babies. Well, that's kind of a no-brainer, isn't it? Because the embryos are further away from this tr magic transition to being life, to being human life. And I go, wow. And she had a bunch of other examples where if you're given a choice, a life that's further along this journey has priority. Same way that you give priority to a mom if the birth is going to cause the death of the mom. You make a hard choice. You choose the life of the mom instead of the life of the fetus slash baby. So a lot of our arguments on the two sides are over where this line is. The line is nowhere. This line is an arbitrary line at best. 
Roe versus Wade was an arbitrary line. They've now moved the arbitrary line closer to zero and made less exceptions. But it's an arbitrary line. And you can get in the worst arguments and call people names on either side of the fence. But people that are, you know, pro-life really believe that the line is very early, that human life starts then. And people that are in the pro-choice believe the line is further down and they give more weight to the rights of the mother. Now, before you get too, like, noble, if you're anti-abortion because you're saving lives, I think you should realize that when you don't take mothers' rights into account, and you put a mother that's, I heard just one lately that's 11, You put them to having babies when they're still babies or children themselves. When you put poor people in a position that they can't handle, they can't finish their schooling, they can't raise the child, lives are lost. It may not be as obvious, but if you've ever been poor, You don't have to be poor too long before you realize that the lack of resources ends up in people dying sooner. It means people don't get medical care, they don't get food, they don't get uh, the things that it takes to live a long and prosperous life. You can be real noble if you're against abortion. But your choice is taking lives. And you're dishonest if you don't can't see that. It's not as direct, but that's the way it is. And people that are pro-choice, you have to believe that not all the people on the other side are just there to give you a hard time and hurt women. They actually believe that from conception... human life is formed, or even, you know, as soon as the sperm runs into the egg or something. I don't personally agree with that. It doesn't matter. There are people that believe that. And the way we treat each other on the two sides of this e equation, this equation that tries to define the arbitrary line between cells and no human life and the line where human life begins um, it's arbitrary there's a legal definition or there was although that's just moved but we act like we're right whichever place that we draw the line and that it's set in stone and that it's real and that story is the only story there is. 
Well, having that point of view on either side of the thing probably causes a lot of misery in a lot of people's lives. Being rigid with your story impacts others, hurts others. This belonging to the team that believes your way and saying nasty things about the other side hurts a lot of people. Doesn't matter which side you're on. This is the Ancient Texan. Hope you have a good one.